Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Dusty Thunder, and I don't have an AITA story for you right now. I actually have a different kind of story. We've talked for a while about doing some story readings that aren't normal Reddit stories, that aren't AITA stories, that are just stories. Something that you can use to relax to. Something that you can throw on and maybe even fall asleep to. So I've got a series of stories here that we've actually used AI to help us generate. So these are stories written by Dusty Thunder and AI. We're going to go through these stories and read them for you and put them into either a single video or a playlist and give you the chance to just put something on and relax to it because for some people at least, my voice is relaxing for them. So I'm going to do my best to put my relaxing hat on and give you something you can chill too. Let's do it. The Forest of Serenity. In a quaint village surrounded by towering mountains and a glistening lake, there lived a gentle soul named Evan. Evan was famous throughout the village for his soothing voice, which had the power to calm and relax anyone who listened. In this story, Evan will guide you through the enchanted forest of serenity, helping you unwind and drift into a peaceful slumber. As you lay down to make yourself comfortable, close your eyes and allow Evan's comforting voice to fill your ears. Let his words guide your thoughts as you take deep breaths, feeling your body and mind relax. Greetings, dear traveler. Tonight we shall journey through the enchanted forest of serenity. As we explore this magical place, you will find yourself becoming more and more relaxed, both in body and mind. Evan leads you to the edge of the village, where a cobblestone path winds through the lush greenery. Hand in hand, you follow Evan down the path entering the enchanted forest. The forest of serenity is a haven of peace and tranquility. The leaves on the trees whisper gently in the breeze, creating a soothing lullaby that quiets your thoughts and calms your soul. The sun dips below the horizon, casting soft hues of red, orange, and purple across the sky. The breathtaking sight entrances you, allowing your body and mind to sink deeper into relaxation. As twilight turns to night, Thousands of fireflies illuminate the forest, their tiny lights dancing gracefully among the trees. Each flickering glow is a symbol of peace, guiding us further into the heart of serenity. Evan takes you to a clearing, where a tranquil pond reflects the moon's silvery light. The water is still, and the air is filled with the sweet scent of flowers. This is the heart of the Forest of Serenity, a place where all your stresses and worries can be released. Breathe in the calming energy of the forest and let it wash over you, cleansing your body and mind. Evan invites you to sit beside him on a soft patch of grass near the pond. Together, you gaze at the moon's reflection, its gentle glow soothing your tired eyes. As you sit here with me, feel the tranquility of the forest enveloping you. The gentle hum of nature surrounds you, lulling your thoughts and guiding your mind into a peaceful state of rest. Evan begins to sing a soft, gentle melody, his voice echoing through the forest like a tender lullaby. The enchanting song captures your heart, allowing you to release any lingering tension or stress. In the forest of serenity, you are protected and at peace. Here, your body and mind can find the rest they crave. 
As you drift off to sleep, know that you are cherished and that you deserve all the relaxation and rejuvenation this enchanted place has to offer. With Evan's final words, your eyelids grow heavy and you slip into a deep, restorative sleep, ready to dream peacefully in the embrace of the enchanted forest of serenity. Once upon a time in a far-off land, there was a little village called Brightsville. The people of Brightsville were happy and content, but they had a problem. They had no source of light at night. The villagers would sleep in complete darkness and wake up when the sun rose, which made their lives difficult. One day, a young girl named Luna appeared in Brightsville. She was a strange-looking girl with silver hair and bright blue eyes. Luna wore a cloak made of stars and carried a small lantern in her hand. The villagers were amazed by her appearance, and they welcomed her with open arms. Luna told the villagers that she was a messenger of the moon goddess, and she had come to Brightsville to help them. She said that she could make the village bright and beautiful at night if the villagers helped her. The villagers were curious and asked her how they could help. Luna explained that she needed a special crystal that could only be found in the nearby mountains. She asked the villagers to find the crystal and bring it back to her. The villagers agreed to help and set off on a long journey to find the crystal. After days of walking through the mountains, the villagers finally found the crystal. It was a beautiful, shining crystal that sparkled in the sunlight. The villagers carefully picked up the crystal and started their journey back to Brightsville. When they arrived back in the village, Luna was waiting for them. She took the crystal and placed it in her lantern. Suddenly, the lantern started to glow, and a bright light filled the village. The villagers were amazed and couldn't believe their eyes. They looked up at the sky and saw the moon shining brighter than ever before. Luna explained that the crystal was a special crystal that only appeared once every thousand years. It had the power to light up an entire village and make it beautiful at night. She told the villagers that the crystal would continue to shine every night as long as they took care of it and treated it with respect. The villagers were grateful to Luna and promised to take care of the crystal. They built a special room in the village square to house the crystal and made sure that it was always clean and polished. From that day forward, Brightsville became known as the Village of Light. The villagers would gather every night in the village square to marvel at the crystal and the beautiful light it emitted. They would tell stories, sing songs, and dance under the light of the crystal. The villagers were happy and content, and they thanked Luna every day for bringing light to their village. Luna would often visit the village and tell stories about the moon and the stars. She would play her harp and sing beautiful songs that filled the hearts of the villagers with joy. As the years passed, Luna grew old, and the villagers knew that her time in Brightsville was coming to an end. They thanked her for all she had done and promised to always remember her and the gift of light that she had brought to their village. When Luna passed away, the villagers built a special monument in her honor. They placed a statue of her in the village square, holding her lantern high above her head. The statue would glow every night, reminding the villagers of Luna and the gift of light that she had brought to their village. And so, the village of light continued to shine brightly every night, thanks to Luna and the special crystal that she had brought to the village. The villagers would go to bed each night with smiles on their faces, knowing that they would wake up to the beautiful light of the crystal in the morning. And that, my dear is the story of Brightsville and the Village of Light. Once upon a time in a magical forest, there lived a small squirrel named Nutmeg. Nutmeg was not like any other squirrel in the forest. She had a special power that no one else had. She could talk to the trees. Nutmeg's ability to communicate with the trees made her a unique and special squirrel. 
She would spend hours talking to the trees and learning about their lives and stories. The trees loved Nutmeg, and they would tell her secrets that they wouldn't tell anyone else. One day, Nutmeg was walking through the forest when she heard a cry for help. She followed the sound and found a little bird trapped in a spider's web. The bird was struggling to get free, and Nutmeg knew she had to help. Nutmeg quickly ran to the nearest tree and asked for help. The tree agreed to help and called out to its tree friends. Soon, a group of trees had formed a bridge over the spider's web, allowing Nutmeg to reach the bird. Nutmeg carefully picked up the bird and gently freed it from the spider's web. The bird was grateful to Nutmeg and asked her how she had managed to get the trees to help. Nutmeg explained her special power, and the bird was amazed. The bird asked Nutmeg if she could help him find his way home. The bird had gotten lost and didn't know how to get back to his family. Nutmeg agreed to help and set off on a journey with the little bird. As they traveled through the forest, Nutmeg talked to the trees and asked them for directions. The trees were happy to help, and they showed Nutmeg the way to the bird's home. When they finally arrived, the bird was overjoyed to be reunited with his family. The bird's family was grateful to Nutmeg and asked her to stay with them for a while. Nutmeg agreed, and she spent several days with the bird's family, learning about their way of life and making new friends. When it was time for Nutmeg to return to her own home, the bird's family gave her a special gift. It was a necklace made of bird feathers and a small acorn. The necklace was a symbol of their friendship and a reminder of the adventure that they had shared. Nutmeg returned to her home in the forest, and the trees welcomed her back with open arms. Nutmeg felt grateful for the special power she had and the ability to help others. She knew that her unique gift was something to be cherished and shared with others. And so, Nutmeg continued to talk to the trees, and the trees continued to share their secrets with her. Nutmeg made new friends in the forest and had many more adventures, but she never forgot the little bird and the special gift he had given her. I never knew that my life would be turned upside down when I fell in love with Jack. Our relationship was amazing until I met his mother, Helen. She was without a doubt the worst mother-in-law in the world, and I experienced her wrath firsthand. From the moment we met, Helen made it clear that she didn't like me. She would constantly make snide comments about my clothes, hair, and even my cooking. I tried to ignore her behavior and win her over, but it only got worse. When Jack and I got married, Helen took over every aspect of the wedding planning. She criticized everything from the catering to the music and even the flower arrangements. She even wore a white dress to the wedding, trying to steal the attention away from me on my special day. After the wedding, things only got worse. Helen would show up at her home unannounced and criticize everything from the cleanliness of our house to the way I raised our children. When we had our first child, Helen insisted on being in the delivery room and took over parenting duties while she was visiting. But the worst experience of Helen's behavior came during a family vacation. We had planned the trip for months and were looking forward to spending quality time together. But as soon as we arrived, Helen started criticizing everything. She complained about the food, the accommodations, and even the activities we had planned. She even went as far as to yell at our children for making too much noise. Things came to a head when Helen criticized my parenting in front of my children. I finally had enough and confronted her. I told her how hurtful her constant criticism was and how it was affecting my relationship with Jack and our children. But instead of apologizing, she blamed me for our lack of relationship and told me that I needed to toughen up. I realized then that Helen would never change. I had to limit our contact for the sake of my mental health and the well-being of my family. But the scars from her cruelty will always be with me. It's heartbreaking to think that the woman who is supposed to be my mother-in-law could be so terrible. I'm grateful that my relationship with Jack survived, but I will never forget the pain and hurt that Helen caused. In the small community of Willow Creek, Tennessee, 
Nestled amongst the rolling hills and verdant forests, there stood a historic hotel. The Willow Creek Hotel, as it was called, had been standing since the early 1900s and had seen many guests pass through its doors. However, in recent years, rumors had started to spread about strange occurrences happening within the hotel. Some people claimed to have seen ghostly apparitions in the hallways, while others reported hearing unexplained noises in the middle of the night. As the summer of 1987 approached, a young couple, Mark and Samantha, decided to take a weekend getaway to the Willow Creek Hotel. They had heard the rumors about the paranormal activity, but they didn't believe in ghosts and figured it would only add to the charm of their stay. Upon arriving at the hotel, Mark and Samantha were immediately struck by its grandeur. The lobby was filled with antique furnishings and the walls were adorned with paintings of the hotel's early history. They checked in and were given a room on the third floor, with a balcony overlooking the courtyard below. As they settled into their room, Mark and Samantha couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The room was eerily quiet, and they could hear the creaking of the floorboards beneath their feet. Despite their initial reservations, they tried to push aside their fears and enjoy their stay. That night, as they lay in bed, they heard a strange noise coming from outside their room. It sounded like someone was walking down the hallway, but when they got up to investigate, they found no one there. They shrugged it off, thinking it was probably just another guest who had gotten lost in the maze-like corridors of the hotel. However, as the night wore on, the strange occurrences became more frequent. They heard unexplained knocking on their door, saw shadows moving across the walls, and felt a cold breeze blowing through the room even though the windows were shut tight. By morning, they were both exhausted and unnerved. The next day, they decided to do some investigating of their own. They spoke to the hotel staff, who were tight-lipped about the rumors of paranormal activity but hinted that they had heard similar stories from other guests. Mark and Samantha also decided to take a tour of the hotel, hoping to uncover some clues about its history. As they made their way through the corridors, they noticed that certain areas of the hotel seemed colder than others. They also discovered a hidden staircase leading to the basement, which had been closed off to guests. When they asked the staff about it, they were told that it had been sealed for safety reasons. That night, as they returned to their room, they found that the activity had intensified. The TV turned on by itself, the curtains rustled even though there was no breeze, and they both heard a voice whispering their names in the darkness. They were both terrified and decided to leave the hotel immediately. As they made their way down the hallway, they heard footsteps behind them. They turned around, but no one was there. Suddenly, they felt a cold hand on their shoulders, and they both screamed in terror. They turned around to see a ghostly figure standing before them. The ghostly figure was that of a young woman dressed in a white nightgown. She had a sad expression on her face and beckoned to them with her hand. They followed her down the hallway and she led them to the hidden staircase that they had discovered earlier. They descended the staircase and as they reached the bottom, they saw a sight that chilled them to the bone. The basement was filled with old furniture and decorations and in the center of the room stood a large mirror. In the mirror, they could see the reflection of the young woman who had led them there. She looked at them with pleading eyes and beckoned to them once more. As they approached the mirror, they could feel a cold breeze blowing through the room. The young woman began to speak, her voice barely above a whisper. I am Abigail, she said. I lived in this hotel many years ago. I was in love with a man who stayed here, but he left me for another woman. I was heartbroken and took my own life. My spirit has been trapped here ever since. Mark and Samantha were shocked by her story. They asked if there was anything that they could do to help her find peace. There is a locket, Abigail said. It belonged to my lover. 
If you can find it and return it to me, I can finally rest. Mark and Samantha agreed to help her, and they set out to search for the locket. They combed through the hotel, searching for any clue that could lead them to the lost object. Finally, they found it. The locket was hidden away in a dusty corner of the attic, buried beneath a pile of old clothes. They brought it to Abigail, and as soon as she held it in her hands, she vanished into thin air. From that night on, the Willow Creek Hotel was a different place. The paranormal activity ceased and the hotel had a peaceful aura. Mark and Samantha never forgot their encounter with Abigail and continued to visit the hotel regularly. They told their friends and family about the ghostly encounter and the legend of Abigail, and the Willow Creek Hotel became known as a place of both beauty and mystery. Once upon a time in a world filled with superheroes and villains, there lived a powerful princess named Aurora. She was admired by all and feared by her enemies for her incredible strength, speed, and agility. Her bravery was unparalleled and she fought tirelessly against evil to protect the people she loved. Her heroism had earned her the adoration and respect of everyone around her. Despite her incredible achievements, Aurora knew that there was always room for improvement. She was determined to become an even more formidable hero, and so she trained tirelessly in a variety of martial arts and honed her combat skills to perfection. She also studied ancient texts and consulted with wise sages in order to further develop her magical abilities. Aurora believed that in order to truly protect her kingdom, she needed to be at the peak of her physical and mental abilities. One fateful day, Aurora faced her greatest challenge yet. While battling the notorious villain, Maleficent, she was struck by a mysterious spell that left her in a deep, magical sleep. Her heartbroken subjects were at a loss for what to do next. The kingdom was in despair, and fears began to spread that their beloved princess may never wake up. Aurora's subjects searched for a solution to her plight, but even the most skilled magicians in the land were unable to help her. Weeks went by and the kingdom was still in search of a solution to Aurora's predicament. It was then that they turned to a nerdy scientist named Philip. He was known for his brilliant mind and his ability to solve complex problems, and the kingdom hoped he could find a solution to their problem. Initially, Aurora was skeptical of how a mere mortal like Philip could help her when even the most skilled magicians had failed. However, Philip was determined to help Aurora and he was willing to do whatever it took to find a solution. Philip spent countless hours researching and experimenting, trying to find a way to break the spell that had put Aurora to sleep. He delved into ancient texts and studied arcane formulas, determined to find a way to awaken the princess. After days of research, he finally discovered a potion that he believed could awaken Aurora. With trepidation, Philip approached Aurora's sleeping form and gently administered the potion. At first, nothing happened, but then... Slowly, Aurora began to stir. It was a moment that would go down in history, the awakening of the sleeping princess. As she opened her eyes, Aurora looked up at Philip with gratitude and amazement. She had never met anyone so intelligent and resourceful. From that day on, Aurora and Philip worked together to protect the kingdom from harm. Aurora continued to fight evil as a superhero, while Philip used his scientific knowledge to invent incredible new technologies and weapons. Together, they became an unstoppable team, admired and respected through the land. Their partnership was not without its challenges, of course. Aurora and Philip came from very different worlds, and there were times where they struggled to understand each other. But their differences ultimately made them stronger, and their love for each other only grew stronger each passing day. 
They often spent hours discussing their different approaches to problem solving, and they learned a great deal from each other. Aurora began to see the value of science, and Philip began to understand the power of magic. Their partnership became an inspiration for people all over the kingdom. With Aurora's newfound respect for science and Philip's newfound respect for magic, the two of them went on to accomplish incredible things. They saved countless lives, defeated countless villains, and became the stuff of legend. And though they faced many trials and tribulations along the way, they knew that as long as they had each other, they could overcome anything that came their way. In the end, it was their unwavering commitment to each other and their shared goal of protecting the kingdom that made them true heroes. Aurora and Philip's story is a testament to the power of collaboration and a reminder that sometimes the most unlikely partnerships can yield the greatest rewards. Their story became an inspiration for everyone in the kingdom, and the people adored them even more. The kingdom flourished under their rule, and they continued to protect it from harm. Aurora and Philip's partnership was truly a match made in heaven, and it showed that anyone, no matter how different, can work together to achieve great things. Their story is a reminder that no matter how dire the situation may seem, there's always hope for a brighter future. Emma had always grown up enamored by the beach. Growing up near the coast, she spent countless hours building intricate sandcastles and chasing seagulls along the shoreline. As she grew older, the beach became a haven for her. Whenever life felt overwhelming or stressful, she would make her way down to the shore and let the sound of the waves and the salty sea air wash over her. One evening, after a particularly long day at work, Emma decided to take a leisurely walk on the beach. As she strolled along the shore, the velvety sand felt warm and soft beneath her feet. She breathed in the fresh sea air, feeling invigorated by the cool breeze that brushed against her skin. As the sun began to set, the sky transformed into a stunning work of art. Shades of pink, orange, and purple blended seamlessly together, painting a picture-perfect backdrop for the peaceful setting. With each passing moment, the sky transformed into a darker shade of blue, and the stars slowly emerged, twinkling brightly in the sky. Emma found a quiet spot on the beach and laid down in the sand, gazing up at the stars. The sound of the waves was a soothing lullaby, and she felt her worries and stresses slip away. The vast expanse of the sky above her, dotted with thousands of tiny stars, filled her with a sense of awe and wonder. After a while, Emma got up from the sand and walked around the beach, feeling the cold water on her feet and the wind on her face. As she explored, she noticed a lone fisherman nearby, casting his line out into the water. She walked over to him and asked if she could watch. He nodded, and they fell into a comfortable silence, listening to the sound of the water. The fisherman eventually broke the silence and told Emma about his life, his family, and how he came to be a fisherman. Emma listened with rapt attention, feeling a sense of connection with him as the night wore on. They continued to talk, the sound of the waves and the stars overhead providing a peaceful backdrop to their conversation. Eventually, Emma said her goodbyes and made her way back home, feeling refreshed and renewed. The beach had offered her a much-needed respite from the stresses of daily life, and she knew that she would return again soon. The sound of the waves and the salty sea air had a way of calming her and reminding her of the beauty of the world around her. In the following days, Emma found herself daydreaming about the beach and the peace it had offered to her. She longed to return to that tranquil setting and feel the sand between her toes once more, so she decided to make it a regular habit, to visit the beach whenever she needed to unwind and relax. Over time, Emma discovered that the beach held many secrets. 
She found joy in the little things, like watching the seagulls soar overhead or feeling the sun on her skin. She also savored the routine of her visits, knowing that she could always find solace on the shore. As she continued to explore the beach and all of its wonders, Emma realized that it was more than just a physical place. It was a state of mind, a feeling of peace and contentment that she could bring with her wherever she went. And with that realization, she knew that she would always carry the beach with her, no matter where life took her. Once upon a time, in a magical land full of wonder and amazement, there lived a giant who was renowned throughout the kingdom for his unique ability to grow the most delicious and magical beans. The giant spent most of his days tending to his beans, which he nurtured with great care and love. He took great pride in his work, and he knew that his beans were the best in the land. The beans were so special that they could grant wishes to anyone who ate them, and many people would travel from far and wide just to try one. One day, a curious boy named Jack stumbled upon the giant's land. Jack had heard of the giant's magical beans and wanted to see them for himself. As soon as he arrived, the giant greeted him warmly and showed him around his vast garden of beans. Jack was amazed by the giant's size and power, but he soon discovered that the giant was kind and gentle. The giant was happy to share his beans with Jack and even invited him to his home for dinner. As they dined, the giant shared stories of his life and his love for his magical beans. Jack was fascinated by the giant's stories and began to see that the giant was not as scary as he had once thought. However, the more Jack learned about the giant, the more he became afraid of him. He was worried that the giant would use his magic beans to harm others. The giant noticed Jack's growing fear and tried to reassure him that he had no intention of using his beans for evil. He explained that his beans were meant to bring joy and happiness to those who appreciated them. Despite his fears, Jack continued to visit the giant and learn more about him and his beans. He even helped the giant tend to his garden and harvest the beans. Over time, Jack began to understand the giant and appreciate his magical powers. He saw how much work and love the giant put into his beans and how much joy they brought to people. Jack even started to think of the giant as a friend. But one day, Jack made a mistake. He stole some of the giant's magical beans and ran away. When the giant found out what Jack had done, he was heartbroken. He had trusted Jack and thought they were friends. The giant became angry and chased after Jack. As they fought, the giant realized that Jack had never really understood him. The giant was not a scary monster, but a kind and loving creature who just wanted to share his magic with others. In the end, the giant was able to defeat Jack and retrieve his magic beans, but he was left feeling sad and alone, knowing that he had lost a friend. The giant began to question whether it was worth it to share his magical beans with others if they would only cause him pain and heartache. He became distant and stopped inviting people to his garden. After much reflection, the giant decided that he would keep to himself and his magical beans. He realized that not everyone was meant to understand him and that was okay. He took solace in the fact that his beans were still growing and that they would continue to bring joy and happiness to those who appreciate them. However, the giant also decided to start sharing his stories and wisdom with the other creatures in the land, hoping that they would learn from his mistakes and not make the same ones that Jack did. He also began to teach them how to care for the magical beans so that they could continue to thrive and bring happiness to others. Marie had been struggling for months after losing her job due to budget cuts. Despite her hardworking nature, she had been unable to find a new job and her self-confidence had taken a hit. Her struggles had affected not only her work life, but her personal life as well. She felt like she was stuck in a never-ending rut, and her relationship with John had grown distant. 
One day, while wandering through the woods, Marie stumbled upon an ancient tome lying on a stone pedestal. The book was bound in leather and had ornate gold lettering on the cover. As she reached out to touch it, the book glowed with a warm light, beckoning her to open it. As she flipped through the pages, she was amazed to see that the book was filled with magical spells and incantations. With each page she turned, she felt a surge of energy coursing through her veins. The book had chosen her as its keeper, and Marie knew that her life was about to change forever. The book's magical quests were varied and exciting, each one designed to challenge Marie to push her out of her comfort zone. One of the first quests took Marie to a beautiful, enchanted garden, where she had to solve a series of riddles to find a hidden treasure, where she had to navigate a series of traps and obstacles to reach the top of a tower. As Marie continued on her journey, the quest grew more challenging. She found herself battling fierce monsters and solving complex puzzles, always pushing herself to be better and stronger. But no matter how difficult the quest, Marie never gave up. The final boss battle was the most challenging of all. Marie found herself face to face with a dark, pessimistic version of herself, a manifestation of all of her doubts and fears. The battle was intense, with Marie and her dark counterpart locked in a fierce struggle for control over Marie's destiny. But Marie was ready. She had faced her fears, overcome incredible obstacles, and proven to herself that she was capable of anything. With each passing moment, she grew stronger and more confident, until finally she emerged victorious. The dark version of herself faded away, leaving Marie feeling triumphant and empowered. As Marie closed the book, she felt a sense of satisfaction and pride. She had accomplished more than she ever thought possible, and she knew that she would carry the lessons she had learned with her for the rest of her life. The book had given her the gift of self-belief, and she knew that she would never forget the magical quest that had pushed her to be the best version of herself. The book's magic was not just limited to Marie's confidence and relationships. It had the power to transform her surroundings, imbuing the world with beauty and wonder. The forests she walked in were alive with color, and the mountains she climbed were towering and majestic. The animals she encountered were friendly and curious, and the people she met were kind and helpful. The book's magical powers also extended beyond Marie's journey. It had the ability to heal those who were sick or wounded, and it could bring joy to those who were sad or lonely. It was a powerful tool that could change the world, and Marie knew that it was her responsibility to use it wisely. As Marie continued on her journey through the book's magical realms, she found that her love for John grew stronger. She knew that he was the one for her, and she was determined to make their relationship work. The book itself was a beautiful object, with ornate gold lettering on the cover and intricate illustrations throughout. The pages were thick and creamy, and the ink was a deep, rich black. The book's binding was made of the finest leather, soft to the touch and sturdy enough to withstand years of use. Marie treasured the book and knew that it would always hold a special place in her heart. It had given her the gift of love and self-belief, and she knew that she would carry those with her for the rest of her life. Sarah had always loved cozy mysteries, and on this particular evening, she had settled into her couch with a steaming cup of tea and a new book. As she curled up under a warm and fuzzy blanket, the rain tapping against the window and the wind howling outside, she couldn't help but feel content and relaxed. She delved into the world of the book, getting lost in the story as the protagonist solved puzzles and crimes. The vivid descriptions of the environment around the characters drew her in, and she could almost smell the damp earth and the crisp scent of the fallen leaves. Just as Sarah was getting to the good part, her phone rang, interrupting her reading. It was her best friend who was going through a tough time. Sarah listened patiently as her friend vented about her problems, offering words of encouragement and support. After the call ended, Sarah felt unsettled. 
She had been so engrossed in the book that the interruption had been jarring. She took a sip of her tea, trying to shake off the feeling. As she turned back to her book, she noticed something strange. The protagonist had the same name as her best friend, and the details of the crime were eerily similar to what her friend had been going through. Sarah couldn't believe it. It was as if the book had been written specifically for her. She continued reading, her mind racing as the plot thickened. The more she read, the more convinced she became that the book was somehow connected to her real life. As the rain continued to pound against the window and the wind howled outside, Sarah found herself drawn into a mystery that seemed to be unfolding all around her. She couldn't put the book down, desperate to find out how it would end. The night wore on, and Sarah read until the early hours of the morning. When she finally finished the book, she felt a sense of satisfaction and closure. The mystery had been solved, and her friend's problems seemed more manageable now that she had a new perspective on them. Sarah realized that reading had not only provided her with a way to relax and unwind, but it had also opened her mind to new possibilities and helped her see her own life in a new light. She felt grateful for the escape that reading had provided her, and she knew that she would continue to turn to books whenever she needed a little bit of mystery and excitement in her life. In the days that followed, Sarah couldn't stop thinking about the book and the strange way it had tied to her real life. She started to look for more connections between the world of fiction and her own life, noticing little details and similarities that she would have never noticed before. And as she delved deeper into the world of books, she realized that the possibilities were endless. She could go on adventures, solve mysteries, and explore new worlds, all from the comfort of her own couch. The next time you find yourself feeling stressed and overwhelmed, remember that reading is a great way to relax and escape. Who knows? You might even find yourself caught up in a mystery that ties the world of fiction and reality together in unexpected and thrilling ways. Once upon a time in the land of Enchantia, there lived a young woman named Cinderella. Despite her youth and beauty, she suffered a great deal as her father had passed away, leaving her in the clutches of her wicked stepmother and stepsisters. The young woman was forced to live in the shadows, enduring their constant scorn and finding solace only in dreaming of a better life, where she could escape the drudgery of her current existence. One day, as she was cleaning the fireplace, Cinderella found an old journal belonging to her father, which contained drawings and musings about his travels to far-off lands. She was fascinated by the intricate drawings and the accounts of his adventures. Cinderella spent every free moment reading the journal, imagining herself in the exotic locales her father had visited. As she grew older, Cinderella's longing for adventure only grew stronger. She began to dream of traveling to distant lands herself, to experience the wonders of the world and meet people from different cultures. She confided her dreams to the mice who lived in the walls of her home, and they listened with eager ears, offering encouragement and support. One evening, as Cinderella sobbed beneath the starlit sky, she heard a rustling in the bushes. She turned to see a shimmering figure emerge from nowhere. It was a woman, dressed in a flowing gown that seemed to emit an ethereal glow. The woman introduced herself as Lucinda, a fairy godmother from the future. Cinderella was surprised and curious, wondering what Lucinda could want from her. Lucinda explained that she had traveled back in time to right a grave wrong she had committed in her own era. Cinderella listened intently as Lucinda shared her story, revealing that she had inadvertently altered the course of history which had inadvertently doomed Cinderella's chance of happiness. Cinderella was shocked and saddened by this news, but she was also intrigued by the possibility of a better future. Ella, my dear, Lucinda implored, I need your help in rectifying the past. 
You see, Prince Charming is meant to be your true love, the one who will see your worth beyond your station, but in my haste I made an error, and the prince has fallen under a spell that prevents him from recognizing true love. Cinderella, her curiosity piqued, agreed to aid Lucinda, despite her yearning for a life free from servitude. Lucinda used her advanced technological gadgets to transform Cinderella's rags into a magnificent gown, complete with glass shoes. With a wave of her hand, she sent Cinderella off to the royal ball, where she could meet the prince and start an adventure of her own. Stepping into the ballroom, Cinderella felt pure enchantment. Her heart fluttered as her eyes met the princes across the room, but Lucinda's words of caution echoed in her mind, reminding her of their mission. As the clock struck midnight, Cinderella took a bittersweet leave from the prince, knowing that time was running out. She returned to Lucinda, who urged her to pursue true love with all her might. Together, they devised a plan to help the prince break free from the spell and to explore more of the world. With each subsequent ball, Cinderella grew closer to the prince. They danced, shared secrets, and laughed, but an invisible barrier prevented the prince from recognizing her as the girl he longed for. Determined, Cinderella continued to support Lucinda, hoping to find a way to break the curse and to travel to new lands. One evening, as Cinderella confided in the fairy godmother, an idea sparked. Lucinda revealed that true love's kiss could shatter any spell. If Cinderella could prove her love to the prince, their connection would become stronger, transcending the enchantment. And if she could find a way to travel to different parts of the world, she could also share her adventures with the prince and learn more about herself. Embracing her newfound strength and determination, Cinderella approached the prince and professed her love. The prince, sensing the truth within her words, leaned in and bestowed a gentle kiss. As their lips touched, a surge of energy erupted, illuminating the entire ballroom. The spell shattered, and Prince Charming saw Cinderella for the woman she truly was, a kind and resilient spirit worthy of his love and sharing adventures with. Lucinda, too, felt a wave of relief as she realized her mistake had been rectified. Pleading with Cinderella to take care of her beloved prince and to continue exploring the world, she used her futuristic time-traveling device to return to her own time. Cinderella and Prince Charming embarked on a life of love, respect, and equality, with Cinderella never once forgetting the time-traveling fairy godmother who had changed her destiny and opened up new horizons. As they lived happily ever after, Cinderella continued to dream of new adventures and to inspire others to believe in the power of true love and the ability to change one's destiny and explore the world. Michael and Lisa had been married for 10 years, but the relationship had grown stale. They had two children and busy lives, but they wanted to take some time for themselves, so they decided to book a romantic getaway at a quaint bed and breakfast in the countryside. While their days exploring the small town were idyllic, the nights were far from romantic. Every evening they would bicker about small things, and their conversations would quickly escalate into heated arguments. As the day went by, their time together became uncomfortable, and they both felt like they were at a breaking point. One night, after yet another argument, Lisa stormed out of their cozy room with the fireplace and wandered into the woods alone. She was tired of being angry and wanted to clear her head. The moon was full, and she felt a sense of peace as she walked through the quiet forest. As she walked, she thought about her marriage and how much she loved Michael. She realized that the anger and frustration they both felt was a result of their busy lives and the lack of time they had spent alone together. She knew that she wanted to make their relationship work, but she didn't know how. As she wandered, she came across a small cottage in the woods. It was dark, and she could see a faint light coming from inside. 
She felt drawn to it and decided to investigate. As she entered the cottage, she noticed a small fire burning in the fireplace. The warmth of the fire was inviting, and she immediately felt at ease. As she looked around the room, she noticed a book on the table. It was old and worn, but the title caught her eye, The Journey of Love. She started to read the book and found herself engrossed in the story. It was a tale of a couple who had been on the brink of divorce, but had taken a journey together to rediscover their love for each other. As she read, she felt a sense of hope and determination. When she returned to the bed and breakfast, she told Michael about the cottage and the book. They decided to take a journey together, just like the couple in the book. They hiked through the nearby woods, and as they walked, they talked about their dreams and aspirations. They laughed and reminisced about old times, feeling grateful for each other's company. As they continued on their journey, they encountered obstacles that tested their love for each other. They had to work together to overcome their differences and find common ground. They discovered things about each other that they had never known before, and they fell in love all over again. Their journey led them to a small clearing in the woods where they shared a kiss under the moonlight. They knew that their love was stronger than ever before and that they would never take each other for granted again. As they returned to the bed and breakfast, they felt a sense of peace and contentment. They had rediscovered their love for each other and they knew that they would always be there for each other no matter what life threw their way. The trip had been just what they needed to reconnect and remember why they fell in love in the first place. They spent their last day at the bed and breakfast, enjoying each other's company and the beautiful countryside. Looking back on their journey, Michael and Lisa knew that they had proven their devotion to each other. They had overcome obstacles and rediscovered the love that had brought them together in the first place. As they headed back to their busy lives, they knew that they would always have each other in the memories of their journey of love. Once upon a time, in a world far, far away, there was a fairy tale character named Prince Charming. He was handsome, brave, and always came to the rescue of damsels in distress. He lived in a magical kingdom where dragons roamed free and witches cast spells. One day, Prince Charming decided to take a break from his royal duties and visit modern-day society. He was curious about how much the world had changed since he last left his kingdom. He was in for a big surprise. As he walked around the city, he noticed that things were very different from what he was used to. People were rushing around, staring at their phones, and not paying attention to their surroundings. It was a far cry from the idyllic countryside he was used to. As he was walking, he bumped into a woman named Lisa, who was busy rushing to work. Lisa was a strong, independent woman who didn't believe in fairy tales. She found Prince Charming's outdated philosophies and chivalry amusing, but also a little bit annoying. Despite their differences, Prince Charming and Lisa found themselves drawn to each other. They went on dates, explored the city, and had fun together. They even went on a trip to the countryside where Prince Charming tried to impress Lisa with his sword fighting skills. It didn't go so well. Throughout their adventures, they were accompanied by a small, adorable sidekick named Puff. Puff was a tiny dragon who loved to nap and eat candy. He was loyal to Prince Charming and followed him everywhere. As their relationship grew, Prince Charming began to realize that his fairy tale beliefs didn't exactly mesh with modern day society. He found himself constantly making faux pas, offending people, and getting into trouble. He even tried to slay a dragon in the park, which didn't go over well with the animal rights activists. Lisa, on the other hand, found herself frustrated with Prince Charming's outdated attitude towards women. She tried to explain to him that she didn't need rescuing, that she was perfectly capable of taking care of herself, but Prince Charming just didn't get it. Their relationship hit a snag when Prince Charming proposed to Lisa with a diamond ring. Lisa was offended by the gesture, telling Prince Charming that it was an outdated tradition that she didn't believe in. 
Prince Charming was hurt and confused, not understanding why Lisa didn't want to be swept off her feet. In the end, Prince Charming and Lisa decided to go their separate ways. They realized that their differences were too great to overcome, but they remained friends with Puff the Dragon as their loyal companion. As Prince Charming returned to his magical kingdom, he realized that fairy tales didn't always work out in real life, but he also realized that there was a lot he could learn from modern day society. He vowed to keep an open mind and explore new ideas, even if they didn't always make sense to him. And as for Lisa, she continued to live her own life on her own terms, not conforming to anyone's expectations. She found happiness in her work, her friends, and her independence. And every once in a while, she would think back fondly on her time with Prince Charming, knowing that she had learned a lot from their brief but memorable relationship. But that was just the beginning of their tale. Prince Charming returned to his kingdom, determined to find a way to make his fairy tale beliefs work in modern society. He consulted with his advisors, read books on modern relationships, and even went to therapy. He was determined to become the best version of himself, both for him and for any future relationships he might have. Meanwhile, Lisa continued on with her life, enjoying her newfound independence. She worked hard at her job, made new friends, and even started dating again. But she couldn't help but wonder what would have happened if things had worked out differently with Prince Charming. One day, Prince Charming received a letter from Lisa. She had seen a flyer advertising a medieval fair, and she thought it would be a fun way to reconnect with him. Prince Charming was thrilled at the invitation and immediately made plans to attend. As Prince Charming arrived to the fair, he was amazed at how much it resembled his own kingdom. There were knights in shining armor, jousting competitions, and even a dragon petting zoo. He was in his element. But as he looked around the fair, he realized that something was missing. He felt a sense of emptiness, a longing for something more. He realized that what he really wanted was to be with Lisa. As he made his way through the fair, he finally found Lisa at a booth selling handcrafted jewelry. She looked beautiful, with her hair flowing in the breeze and a smile on her face. He knew that he had to try again. He approached her and apologized for his past mistakes. He told her that he had grown and changed, and that he was willing to learn and adapt to modern society. He begged for another chance. Lisa was hesitant at first, but she saw the sincerity in Prince Charming's eyes. She decided to give him another chance, but on one condition, that they would take things slow, and Prince Charming would have to prove himself. Prince Charming agreed, and they started dating again. This time, things were different. Prince Charming had learned from his past mistakes and was willing to listen to Lisa's perspective. He didn't try to rescue her or sweep her off her feet. Instead, he was a supportive partner who respected her independence. As their relationship deepened, they faced new challenges, but this time they faced them together. They worked through their differences, learned from each other, and grew as individuals. One day, Prince Charming proposed to Lisa again, but this time, he did it in a way that honored her beliefs and their shared values. He didn't use a diamond ring, but instead, he gave her a necklace made from a dragon's tooth. It was a symbol of their journey together, a reminder that they had overcome obstacles and grown together. Lisa said yes, and they got married in a small ceremony in the countryside. Prince Charming's kingdom and Lisa's modern-day society came together in a beautiful fusion of old and new. Puff the Dragon was the ring-bearer, and Lisa's best friend was the maid of honor. It was a celebration of love, growth, and the power of coming together. And they lived happily ever after, not in a fairy tale sense, but in a real-life sense. They faced challenges, made mistakes, but they always worked through them together. They learned that love wasn't just about rescuing someone or being swept off your feet. It was about mutual respect, support, and growth. Their journey was a reminder that fairy tales could be adapted to modern society, 
that old philosophies could be updated, and that love could be found in the most unexpected places. It was a tale of hope, of growth, and of the power of love. Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.